Hey, it's Monique. I hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Brown Vegan Podcast. This is going to be a solo one. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I am really going to explore doing more behind the scenes type things, some of my my thoughts about random things and just sharing like tips about everything that I'm learning as I'm learning it. (laughs) So this one is going to be about YouTube because it's been a while since I've been consistent on YouTube and I'm working on the process of being more consistent. And so I just want to share, I guess, a little bit about my YouTube story and give you guys some tips on how to get started with your own channels, because I feel like I get the YouTube question more so than I get how to start a podcast. I get that more, which is so funny to me because it's been so long since I've actually, you know, uploaded on a weekly basis on YouTube. But uh, I get it, though, because YouTube is definitely comes across more glamorous, I guess, than Instagram, not Instagram, but podcasting. So, yeah, I just want to talk about that. It's been a long journey. I'm still not on a weekly schedule over there. It's more like bi-weekly right now, but I am slowly gaining traction to get on a consistent schedule. I have so many video ideas and just so many things I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I'm excited to finally start to explore some of that. I feel like podcasting is a way for me to connect with you guys, of course, right? But a lot of times I'm bringing other people on to share their experiences, their stories, their tips. And with YouTube, I feel like it's like my own thing where you really get to know who I am. And I highly recommend if you want to invest time into something that it be YouTube as opposed to Instagram. So hear me out for just a second. If you are someone who is looking to build you're following and looking to have the most impact, I highly, highly recommend that you go to YouTube over Instagram. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't spend any time on Instagram. You should, right? But I feel like long-term, the biggest effort will be spent, should be spent on your YouTube channel because Google owns YouTube and people are more likely to come across your content Even six months from now, a year ago, five years ago, I'm still getting comments on videos I did five years ago, y'all. So y'all know how it is with Instagram. Someone watches your reel and the lifespan of that is what? Two days at the most. People don't see it. They can't Google it. It's not it's not SEO friendly being on Instagram. So if you're going to do anything and spend your time as an as someone who is trying to work on becoming an influencer and working with brands and things like that, I highly recommend YouTube as being your main platform. And then you can repurpose some of that content on Instagram and you can make content for Instagram. But I feel like the biggest time should be spent on YouTube. That's just my opinion, just based on just my own brand. I was actually able to grow my Instagram because of my YouTube following. So I know this was years ago, but there's that. I still want to put it out there. So when I first started my YouTube channel, I started it because my cousin, we went out to eat and I had been vegan at the time for about two years, I want to say. And we were at like an Asian fusion type of restaurant and she was tearing my food up, y'all. I had some fried tofu and 
some rice and uh, this salad and she had like fish but she kept eating my food because she said it was so good and she asked me was I interested in starting a YouTube channel because she felt like if people can really see the food and eat the food and try the food they're more likely to do it because she was in her mind she thought tofu was going to be gross and just vegan food overall is gross she thought that and I was like "Mm, no because I love watching YouTube but the idea of me putting myself on YouTube I was like hell no I'm not doing that but then I thought about it so I went home and I actually started the YouTube page but I don't think I put videos on it for like five or six months it was a while before I started putting videos on it And I was just nervous, nervous to put myself on camera. I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people. While you probably haven't started, if you are somebody who is interested in starting a YouTube channel, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why just putting yourself out there is really hard. And it took me a while to do that. But when I did it, I started having so much fun. I knew nothing about filming videos, video production, editing, none of that. And I just use YouTube as a resource to learn it and then just kept practicing different things. And I never really became like this master editor or anything like that. And and I'm still like relearning and learning so much more about all of these things these days. But I still put myself out there and I still did it. And I was like having a lot of fun and putting these videos out and teaching people how to go vegan and things like that. And especially doing it with a family, you know, I, I love to talk about it from the family perspective. And so that's what my videos covered. And then after a while, I started like burning out because it's a lot. It's a lot of work to be doing something and you're not really sure if it's going to lead to something else. And for me, I wanted it to it was a hobby and it was fun, but I also wanted to be able to make a living from it. And I could not really figure out how to do it because this is like before brands were reaching out to people the same way like I think people were getting brand deals but it's not like it is now where I feel like so many people are getting brand deals and it's just like more it's not foreign to people like when they hear about sponsorships and things like that or if they're watching YouTube or listening to a podcast it's like nothing to them but back then that was like a kind of like a foreign concept it felt like it was only a handful of people doing it and so (laughs) I was burning out. I was broke, burnt out. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? And then, of course, I've talked about this before, but I was just having so many struggles with um, mental health. And then I was going through my divorce and my uh, first the separation and then the divorce. So that was just a lot of different things that were piling up at the time. And so I just was like, let me just take a little break because I remember I still kind of remember when this happened. Uh, my grandfather had passed away and I was like, let me just take a break for a couple of weeks. And then I just never really came back after that. And it's wild because I've been able to like, I would come back, but it will always be like some type of false alarm. I would come back for like one video and then I'm gone again for like seven months and then come back. So just never consistently been able to get back on track. And that is definitely something I'm working on now. And something that I feel like is so important. Like I feel like my biggest impact will be from doing YouTube videos. I feel like that's the area that a lot of people are more open to. Yeah, people love podcasting. Podcasting is so important and a lot of people listen. But one of the things I feel like happened during the shift with the pandemic, as far as people not working in the office as much anymore, is that they don't listen to, I feel like podcasting as much as they used to. Like I I would always get comments from people like DM saying, oh, I listen, I'm binge listening while I was at work. But now I'm kind of getting people saying, well, I was on a flight or I was on a road trip. So it's not like it's a part of their routine as much anymore. 
Maybe it's just me thinking that. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Y'all let me know if you believe that's true. But I just feel like it's with YouTube, there'll always be a place for that. There'll always be somebody coming across your content because they're searching Google. People watch YouTube like TV. I'm one of those people. YouTube is my TV. And I just feel like it's really important to put your content out there and put yourself out there. And so let's talk about how I finally got over it got over it and out of my mind and started to put videos out again. So speaking of Instagram, a couple of months ago, they sent me an invitation to create reels and they would pay me up to $1,200 to do it. Now, let me start off by saying that if they send you this, don't believe the hype, okay? (laughs) It's like this bait and switch thing that they got going on over there. And when I first started creating, I was like, okay, cool, that's nice. You know, even if I get like four or $500 from this and I don't get the full 1,200, that would be something, you know, hey, I'll do it. I mean, I, I need to create some videos anyway, so that's fine. So I basically used that situation to get me back into making more videos. Now, the first couple of reels that I made for Instagram, those Bamas paid me like, I think like $30, $40, right? And I didn't even really put anything out. The views weren't even super high or anything. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Get you a little $40 for putting these videos out. And then the more I created, the less they paid. And then suddenly I would put reels out and they didn't pay anything at all for them. And I end up getting like $102 for all of that effort. <laughs> I say, fool me once, Instagram. Okay, fool me once. So of course I bowed gracefully out of that one because I was like, "There's, I'm not gonna let y'all pimp me. And I feel like Instagram... <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing now, but at the moment, but I was annoyed when it was all going on. But that gave me, I'm thankful for the, that shit, that failure though, because it gave me a chance to really get back into making videos. Even because there were some videos I started recording just for fun and I didn't actually put them out or anything. So I, I'm thankful for that little bit of an opportunity because I don't even know if I want to call that an opportunity. <laughs> Instagram played me. But anyway, I started making videos again at that point. And just like I said, playing around. And finally, one day I just sat down and I just started recording. And I said, I if I keep thinking about this, I'm not going to put it out. I'm not. And so that's when I did like my my update video, because I felt weird just coming back to YouTube after all that time and not actually explaining why I was gone for so long. So I just kind of sat down recorded that video and got that out. And then after I just started working on more cooking videos and that's what it's been so far. But I have to tell you that the reason I was so hesitant to come back is because I was just like, let me get myself together. I know you guys can probably relate to this. Let me lose some weight. Let me get my kitchen right. Let me get my background right. Let me get my lighting right. Let me buy a fancy camera. Let me do this. Let me do that. And it's like, no, you are never going to start because it's never going to feel perfect. It's like, go ahead and start and make those adjustments as you grow and as you learn. Don't hold out because that's what was happening to me. And let me tell you, so the first video I put out, that was cool. I got a lot of positive response. And then the second video I put out, I actually had my full body in a video and somebody told me I was fat. (laughs) And another person told me I was big for a vegan. And I was like, this is what I thought was going to happen. This is why I did not want to put myself out there. And I was trying to wait to lose a little bit of COVID weight. But it is what it is. And I actually didn't feel as down about those comments as I thought I would because I was like, okay, 
who is this person? Like, what are you doing? Like, who are you to tell me what I'm doing wrong? And I'm out here putting myself out here. I'm out here trying to help other people. And you are faceless. Some little, of course, this person had their name. I don't even know if there was a real name, but their name, but no picture and no channel telling me what I'm doing. Like, how, how dare you? You can't do that. So I didn't internalize those comments. If anything, it's like I knew it was coming because <laughs> that's just how the Internet is, especially YouTube. But, you know, you have to really think about what is it? What's your mission? What do you want your life to look like? And how do you want to help other people and get over that? And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting over that. I'm going to let y'all see me lose weight in real time. You know, I'm not going to hide and wait for the, you know, wait six months. Nah, I've been waiting far too long to get my shit together. Why would I use any little, little excuse to not show up the way that I deserve? And I feel like that's the biggest tip that I have for you. Start where you are with what you have and make it happen. Just do it. Just do it. And you'll get better as you continue to work on those things, you know? Also, a tip that I have for you is to, I highly suggest recording multiple videos over a couple of weeks, like batch record your videos so that you can slowly start to release your content and you can get on a schedule. What I noticed that's so different from when I used to uh, do videos back in the day is that YouTube's algorithm is very similar to Instagram now. So you actually, it's highly, I mean, they used to say this back in the day to be on a schedule, but it really is important to be on a schedule because they will basically kind of hide your videos. And so unless you're on a schedule, like you, you can't be sporadic over on YouTube. It has to be like some consistency so that you basically have to, in so many words, feed the algorithm over there. And so for me, my goal is to be on a Sunday schedule. Sundays, I'm thinking at like maybe Sunday mornings, because if it's a recipe video, people can get their ingredients for the week. Yeah, I'm thinking Sunday mornings is what I'm going to do over there. But anyway, I highly recommend recording multiple videos, slowly releasing them and put a video up at least once a week. And I know that sounds like a lot in the beginning, but just take it one day at a time Get it going like you can all record a few videos and then edit a few videos over the couple of weeks. And that way you'll be ready when it when the time comes for you to actually release your videos. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just I feel like there's so much more I can say about YouTube, but I want to make sure that you guys are interested in content like this. So, yeah, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and let me know if you like this, if you want me to talk more about behind the scenes of what I'm doing and some of my thoughts on things. Another reason I really want to do this is because I do feel like there is going to be a great shift in my life over probably the next year. And I want to be able to refer back to some of these episodes because I want to be able to track my progress, I guess, in a way. So and while I'm doing it, of course, I want to help you guys as far as having tips and things like that. So if you are interested in less learning behind the scenes about anything that I have going on as far as like podcasting, YouTube, newsletters, blogging, putting courses together, building a team, just let me know. Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Just search Brown Vegan. Scroll down. Tap five stars if you're loving the show. I hope you are. And then leave me a review and just let me know. But the main thing is, it's just you have to start before you're ready, especially with YouTube, because you'll never feel ready. So get out your head, get out your head, get out your way and make it happen, y'all. I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and always showing love and supporting me. I, it truly, truly is appreciated. Holla.